Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I'm Peter, that is Connor. We talk about movies on this show. Uh, not new releases, that's for Jiggerwatch. We talk about, not, I mean, I wouldn't say random, but, like, you know, we pick older films. Sometimes it's something we want to watch because we've not seen it yet. Sometimes it's because there's a new film coming out and it's related to it and we want to catch up on the old movies or whatever. Uh, but this is actually, for the first time in about six movies, I get to watch something that I hadn't seen already. This was on my to-watch list, which is why we watched it. Uh, And that is French film Le Trou, which translates as The Hole. Uh, Interesting that this is one where we don't use the English title. Because you know there's some foreign films where it always gets translated into English, and you just, like, you know, Seven Samurai, we don't call that Seichin no Samurai, or whatever the, the Japanese is. We call it Seven Samurai. But there's some movies, for some reason where it stays in the original language. I wonder if it's just because it's French, and obviously we have a lot of French words in our language already. Maybe. Yeah, but there's a lot of French movies we don't keep the French titles for. Maybe it's just simple enough that we don't care enough to bother changing it. Do you know what I think it is? I, I think it just sounds cooler than, than the whole. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably. That's probably... It just sounds more sophisticated than saying the whole. It did, did make me wonder, obviously. Trousers. Did that come from trow being you know French for hole? It's 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 leg holes. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Made me think. Um, but yeah. So what what is Lethro? Lethro is a prison break movie. It is about a group of five male characters who are in sure a prison cell. It's kind of like a sort of roommate situation um, in this prison. And they are working their way to escape, and that's the movie. That's some simple as can be in terms of plot synopsis. Uh, so we'll start spoiler free, as we typically do. Uh, we'll give you a sense if you liked it or not, and then we'll talk a bit more pl- deep plot details later on. So, and we'll give you a warning, obviously, before we do. So, uh, Connor, did you enjoy Lee Trow? I did. That was pretty good. I also enjoyed it quite a bit. I'd go as far as to say I loved it. Uh, I think this is. Very expertly crafted in what it does because I think one of the things I like about it is, as much as it's a prison break movie and it's set in a prison and it does all these these uh, escape kind of scenes, it never muddies it up by like doing other things. Like you know, I feel like most prison movies, it's like oh, it's the horror of being inside a prison, like the awful people in there and the the, the dangers of everyone around you. But everyone's kind of nice. Yeah, that, this one has like an odd kind of. Uh, like microcosm, it's almost it's, it's very much like a uh, uh, an analysis of society where if you put a bunch of people in a situation, they kind of form their own micro society. Yeah, and they kind of work together in that, that in that uh, capacity, and we see that with everyone here. You know, even the the prisoners and the guards, they're kind of formal with each. Other. Maybe it's just the French thing. Maybe maybe French prisons are just a bit more civilized than everyone else's, but. Uh, they they kind of work together in that sense. They're they're very polite and cordial for the most part. Uh, yeah, and but the, the, and there's points where they're, they're out outright friendly as mm. well. Like they they'll go as far as you know helping each other out a bit. Yeah, um, and then the escape stuff itself is very methodical, but also very suspenseful. It it mm. it does. It, it, visually, it gets quite interesting, especially when we, once we get into tunnels and stuff. There's a lot of like really cool stuff with light where there's just like you know a, a single sort of flame lighting the, the shot and it's like going down yeah. a long hallway and lots of like really that. nice uh edits to show the passage of time as well yeah um but i think one of the things it does that it's to its benefit is when it refuses to do a passage of time and it just does it in real time now obviously it can't do everything in real time because we'd, the movie would be days long but 
there's the first time they actually dig something, which is in their cell, to to make a hole, the hole, the the, the titular hole. Um, it does it all in real time, and it, it, I mean, it eventually cuts ahead, but it takes a long time before it decides mm. to do that. Um, and not only does it not cut ahead, it stays in the one shot, just looking at the the hole for a long time. Yeah. And what makes it work so well is because it's really loud. And they're doing it during the day because there's like works going on elsewhere in the prison. There's noise that it'll kind of just blend into, is the idea. But you feel like, oh, if a guard walks past the door, they're going to tell that it's coming from yeah. that direction. And it just, it, the whole thing's very tense. And you, you feel you, it stays with it for every single hit because every single hit is dangerous. Every yeah. single noise they make is dangerous. I think it, there's only a couple of times it looks away and it's to look through the peephole. Yeah, which is some really inventive camera work as well. Like everything that's looking out of that people look is just really great to watch. Joe, I think the great benefit to the direction is that not only is it it's great camera work, but it comes across in a very simple way. You never feel like it's doing anything flashy. No, but it just looks good, doesn't it? It does. Like they've put a lot of thought into. Oh, they're walking down this dark corridor with a flame. Because it looks so good, but it never feels like it's actually doing anything that exciting. Well, it's just, well that's it. Does it's, it. The camera itself isn't doing anything much. It's just really clever planning of the shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the composition where the actors are going to be. Where's the the, yeah. the framing of the room? It's, that's all it is. But so much thought goes into it that it's it, it comes off feeling so stylistic and slick. Yeah. When it's actually really simple, it's just very confident. Yeah. Uh, Jacques Becker, who uh, made the uh, directed the film, he he passed away uh, a few months after it came out. He this was his last his film. I don't think I've seen anything else by him. Like, I'm not familiar with his work. Uh, I might be interested mm. now to go back and look at yeah after s- this some of his previous stuff. Um, I, I think yeah another reason why I like it is I think prison movies typically are very dour and they're very depressing and they're very murky for the most part. It's just the kind of yeah. the atmosphere they typically go for. This, like we say, it has this kind of camaraderie in it. Do you know what's really amusing? That first, yeah, all those words you just described as your prison movies, mm. that's typically what would spring to my mind about a French movie. <laughs> if, if, if you say, yeah, French movies on the whole, my mind would probably go towards that side of the spectrum. I don't know, you get some light, fluffy... Oh, you do. I'm just, you know, just the, like, Of course you do, but that's just where yeah, my mind okay. would go to first. Fair enough. There's an irony then that this movie, which is also a, a topic that you would expect that from, but you put them together yeah. and it gives you this... So suddenly it's not. It's two negatives multiplying to make a positive. It kinda, is, exactly. ...kind of idea. Uh, yeah, so now, I like the characters. I think all five of the main characters are very well defined, despite the fact that we don't necessarily get to know a lot about most of them. They keep their yeah, past kind of to themselves. You don't really need to. You get who they are. Like You get who they are as a character. You know, like, like yeah. what, what, what are their character traits just through context because the, the inciting sort of incident is that our, our not, not our main character but the the young character um claude he he has just been transferred cell he was in a different block and he gets put into their cell and because they're, they're overcrowding a little bit there's only maybe four because they argue a little bit at first like no we've already got four in here why but because like part of this that prison's been redone or something they're crowding some of the other cells and this new guy mm. comes in and you can tell they're kind of casing him out for a little bit because they've already got this plan to escape and they're trying to figure out should we tell him because if we well we can't not tell him really if we want to go through with it because he's going to notice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's going to be in front of him 
but you can tell they're, that's what they're doing. They're being friendly, but they're examining. And so, mm. you know, some of them are better than others. Uh, the older guy, uh, Monsignor, uh, pardon my pronunciation of French words, um, he like he's much friendlier up front, whereas some of the others are clearly a bit more quieter and analysing. He's you know what he's like. Yeah. as he to be trusted? All these kind of things and. Um, you get it all from the just the. And this is the other thing that I just I just I was just looking into the movie afterwards. Apparently, all the uh, the actors here, uh, they're all kind of new. Like none of them are like experienced actors. He, he, he went, the director went out of his way to get people who were kind of fresh. Surprising! I would never have guessed that. Because the, the acting's phenomenal. Pretty right, much all exactly. Which is well, obviously that's not to say newcomers can't be great because clearly this proves they can, and you know countless other things have. But you just when it's at this sort of level, you expect them to be you know seasoned veterans. Yeah, I, th- I think I, th- I think it partly shows. A, I mean, there's simple enough characters in that they're all kind of like typical guys who happen to be in prison. Mm. But I think on top of that, you have this. It, it just it's an example of what you know directing the actors as important as the actor themselves. Yeah, and I think this is an example of that where the director clearly knows how to get performances out of them, how, yeah. how to direct them, and. I think it does help that the characters feel very natural and realistic. So it's not mm. like a big leap to think, oh, this is what these guys would be like if they're all sharing a room. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah it feels very down-to-earth in that sense. Feel, feel, yeah. It mostly feels grounded. The, the only the only time it felt kind of a little far-fetched to me was sometimes with the noises, I felt like, I feel like someone would hear that. There was a few yeah. times like that where it, that, that kind of crept out of my head. But Because, uh, like, you know, when they're, when they're hitting concrete with a bit of metal, it's like, this is really loud. <laughs> It is. It is pretty pretty damn loud. You know, you, you might as well just bang in the wall with a hammer. I mean, it'd be a similar sort of noise level. Yeah. So, but not, but other than that, like, it feels very grounded. And even if something is simple when they are digging a hole, they make it big enough that I buy they can get through it. Because some movies, sometimes I feel like they kind of cheat a little bit. Like, yeah, nah, they, they go can't. one of two ways. They either make it too small and, they, and then I'm just like, okay, right. Or they go too big and I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of smart little tricks that they do, and I think that's the other thing I really enjoyed about it was how creative the prisoners got. Partly these characters in their escape plan, but also just how generally they were. Like, they had like a postal system. If they were sneaking packages to one cell to another, there was like yeah. this chain of like helping each other out to get it down the line of the windows. Yeah, and it, it was, was real just... camaraderie, wasn't it? Yeah, and again, it goes back to this idea of it creates this sense of society uh, yeah. in here. Where they, they they make their own little world and they kind of live in it, and it's because mm-hmm. I think where we go towards the end of the movie, that kind of the commentary about that really comes to light, and it's um, but it's a whole, yeah. it's a whole thing. Uh, so in terms of spoiler free stuff, is there anything else you want to talk about? Before I want to we... say small thing that distracted me kind of early on, uh-huh. but nothing that is at any fault with the film or anything to do with it. But the guy, yeah, the 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 main guy uh, that we're introduced to, the the new Ford. one. Yes, he proper looks like Schmidt from New Girl. Joe, it's funny you say someone looks like someone, actually. He kind of does. I can kinda see, see it now you've said it. Because uh, Roland, who's the experienced one, who kind of knows what he's doing, he's tried to escape before. He has some skills. Mm. He actually looks like a guy who I went to college with. <laughs> uh, like, spitting image. To the point where I once found the poster of this movie, and I made a point of sending it to him. I was like, hey, look at this guy. He looks like you. I mean, he looks like <laughs> 20 years older than you, but he looks like you. Um, and yeah, they're just that, yeah, that was kind of distracting. It, for a while. It's one of those moments that is when you when it looks like someone, even if it is you know, someone you know or someone you know, from something else, it's just it takes you out 
while while you're thinking about how they look like someone. Especially this character, because he's so smart, and I'm like, nah, he'd never be that smart. Fair. <laughs> I think another thing I liked about the whole, the whole the escape plan and all the little, little tricks to do, you know, like the master key and things like that, a lot of that stuff I was like, this is kind of interesting in a sort of like a time capsule way because a lot of these things just wouldn't work now because we have, you know, new new security methods. We have new styles yeah. of, you know, doors aren't just hinges with wooden... Yeah, it occurred know. to me as well. Like, you know, this only works in this time period of prison. It, doesn't, it would never work now regardless. Of, I don't know how accurate this was in terms of this is what a prison in France would have looked like at the time, but certainly, let's assume it was... Certainly, I don't think now the prison in France would look like this at all, or any other prison. I should very seriously hope not, because otherwise, <laughs> then, the, you know, join this century, people. Mm. Mm. So, so you've got that. And uh, and I think that the film does some really smart things. Like, early on, like uh, our, our main guy, Claude, gets a package, and he, he goes to wait for his package. And it's, again, it's another example of this, the scene being very long and it going through every single thing like the person in front of him gets a package and there's food in it and the guard like this is just routine they go through everything in the package to make sure there's nothing been snuck in uh, so he cuts through bread he cuts through butter cuts through cake um it's all with the same knife as well which just on a hygiene level was really bothering me but you get why he's doing it and then again like so claude comes up and he does the same thing to haul his stuff he cuts even through a bit of fish he's like just to make sure yeah. the one stuck anything in the fish and I think what's really smart about that, it happens early in the film, and it's showing you, no, this is how thorough the guards are. This is what they're up against. This is yeah. what they do with the, the food that's yeah, brought Yeah, even in. though it's, like, friendly enough, they, they're they very serious in their responsibilities. Exactly. So uh, it, it sets up all, all the game, and like I say, it keeps it very simple. Like once the actual escape starts, it's very long sequences of them trying to achieve one part of the plan. Yeah, it's, it, like I say, it's very methodical, like one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'll give the spoiler warning just so we can we can delve into some later stuff in the character things. Um, so and then we'll talk about the ending. We'll, we'll go back and talk about some more of the escape stuff because a, a lot of that's obviously quite exciting. Yeah, but I think in terms of the characters, you, you're you're better off just start, sort of starting at the end. And, okay, this is where it goes, and this is what the the the, the drama of the story is. Because obviously, there's a lot of suspense, there's a lot of tension. But the, the character drama of the story is... So, as soon as Claude is introduced to the other characters, one of the big things they want to do with him is establish what he's in there for. Because if he's in there for something small and he's only going to be there for a short amount of time, the he's not going to be as willing to try and escape because what's the point in risking it? Yeah. So they're very like, oh, what did you do? Well, why are you in here? And he tells this story about attempted murder where he's supposed to have a, a tried to murder his wife. But the story he tells isn't quite... It's, it's, it's very, very sort of wishy-washy. It's like, oh, the wife pulled out a shotgun and it went off and it hurt her shoulder, but she told people that he had the shotgun out. And it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like it, a lad up. You know, when, when this goes yeah. to court and people try and prove things. And he gives some more evidence and it gives them some more details. And it's almost like the other characters all kind of, in, a, in an effort to convince themselves, say, oh, no, this is... Or, or if not convince themselves, convince him that he's going to get a long sentence because of it. Because, oh, it's because the, the wife is rich that's going to look worse than what it would have, and it's because of this that's going to... And I, it's like they're trying to convince him that his sentence is going to be longer, because if it's not, he, he, you know, he won't be as willing to go along yeah, with it. Yeah, they get it up to, like, hey, you're getting 20 years easy. You might as well do this. <laughs> exactly. When In actual fact, it's probably not. Um, and then the other big difference with him is that he does come from money. 
He, I mean, he says he sells cars and he lives off his his wife's money, but you kind of get the impression that he's kind of used to because the opening scene with him is he's visiting the warden because he's been caught with this gold lighter on him that he wants yeah. to keep for sentimental value. And the warden's kind of friendly to him, says, I'll turn a blind eye, but you... And you can get, you know, the, the warden seems like he has some sort of uh, ulterior motive for that. It's like, oh, I'll do this for you, and then yeah. later on, when I ask something of you, you but owe in, me one. In general, he seems like a fair man. The warden? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 That's it. We never see him be fair with anyone else. We just see him be fair with, with Claude, repeatedly. That's true, but we don't see him interact with that many other people either. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. So that's the two big facets here, is that he's kind of the odd one out because he seems to have come from money where the others haven't. And yeah. his crime doesn't sound like it's going to be that serious ultimately once it's it's you know proven in a court of law. Mm. Um, and for a while it's okay, because this, this is the thing, is he actually, like once he's a part of the plan and he's helping, he's, you know, he offers to be the lookout, he uses the, the little uh, makeshift periscope, it's this little toothbrush with a bit of mirror attached to the end of it that they've, they've snuck together. Um, which the key, again, like you said, the camera keeps using that. It's like looking through the peephole and you see the reflection down the it's, hall. It's it's a great effect, isn't it? And yeah. it's it's every time it swivels, it just looks so good. And you, so you've got that, and he's so excited to be a part of it. And he, repeatedly throughout the movie, he talks about how he feels happy to be included in this. He's lucky that he came here. He feels like he's he's finally who he's supposed to be. Like he's a part of a group. He feels that he belongs to. Yeah. Um, and at this point in the movie, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like maybe it'll come up that he could. Maybe he'll find out that he doesn't have to have a long sentence, but he'll go through with it anyway because he feels like he, he likes doing this better than his life before. Like he wasn't yeah. really because the whole thing as well is that he was having an affair because he wasn't really in love with his wife. Like he was kind of you know having he, an affair with her sister. He wasn't happy with his life. That that was like a a big yeah a big part of it. So, but later on in the movie, uh, he, he gets called to the warden's office right towards the end, just before so the day before they're going to escape or the day of. They're going to yeah, escape that it's night. The day of, yeah. And the warden tells him, "Oh, your wife's dropped the charges. Uh, she's went to her lawyer and you know dropped the charges because she's admitted that it wasn't a big deal or whatever." And uh, the, the, the scene expertly, by the way, cuts away. Like yeah. we don't get to see the end of this conversation. Everything's been so methodical, but this one scene it cuts away before the end of the it, conversation, and it really stands out because it's the first time all movie where yeah. you like what what comes next, where you, you've never had that feeling until then. Yeah, and so you're sitting there going, oh, God, tell me he didn't, tell me he didn't like, give them up. Because that's the thing, if they'd escaped and he didn't go with them, he'd still be in trouble to an extent, for because he'd know about it. There's no way he wouldn't know about it. Yeah, it's the same for the guy that's staying behind. Yeah, Manu. Where, yeah. Or not yeah, Manu, sorry, yeah, Joe. Yeah, he's he knows that he's going to have to put up with shit, yeah. even though like, like they, they've left, he hasn't gone, but he was he could have turned them in. And again, from a character perspective, like again, you like him a little bit more because the reason why he doesn't want to leave is because he knows it'll it, it'll upset his mother. Like his mother almost had a heart yeah. attack when she found out he was getting going to prison. So the idea of someone, the thought of a, someone going to her and telling her, "Oh, he's escaped now. He's a fugitive," he doesn't want to have that on his conscience. So he's that that. So it's again, he's a nice you, guy. Yeah, you kind of respect him a little bit more, and you you, you have a bit of sympathy for all of them. Um, but sure enough, they're getting ready to go out, and again we return to this this little periscope, and it's looking down one side of the hallway, and the camera's the guard on, walk away. Yeah, and then it swivels, and there's like fifteen guards there's, just there's staring. Just like an army of them, the yeah. way it looks in that periscope, and it is le- it is legitimately a shit yourself moment, 
and they, like you know the guy starts screaming and they all sort of panic and then they rush the cell and they know why this has happened like uh, one of them immediately goes for Claude and starts strangling him and then the guards run in and pull them all off and they're all lined up outside and they're told to strip and they're, they're all going to solitary and they're obviously going to be punished heavily for this and we get this walk of shame Claude has to walk out of the cell in front of them all lined up and walk to his new cell down the hall. Yeah. It's a private cell just for him. It'll be there for you know the weeks or months that he's got left until this all is all cleared up because he's been the charges have been dropped. And you hear all the other prisoners in their cells all banging on the doors and stuff. Uh, it's just you know it's a commotion. Mm. And it's actually Roland turns to him and says, uh, "I'm sorry, uh, Claude. I'm, I'm so you know it, it is." And I think it's an interesting response because obviously they were angry a minute ago, and it's like, what, what you know. And I think what's legitimately impressive about this movie, we talked a lot about how it's, there's a sense of community, a sense of this little civilization within this system, and it legitimately feels like us, much like the other prisoners, feel betrayed that he you know went back on us by doing this. It's this whole thing where the whole movie feels so optimistic, like. Look how good society can be when everyone, you know, works together. Like, yeah. works together. And even though this is an awful place, it's a prison, they, they can still make it easy for themselves. Everyone can get along. And then it gets cynical at the end and it just goes, yeah, but there's always one dick who's going to betray everyone and, and, and be out in, in it for himself. Well, Which he, is ultimately, you know, he, he's there because it's like, well, I don't need to do this. I can get my, I can get out. Well, I would further read into the, the, the ending because we talked about how he was the odd one out because he came from money and obviously his crime wasn't as big a deal. And mm. I think what's interesting here is that, he's, you know, he, he's not done as much illegal stuff as the others. I mean, if his, if his story's accurate, what he said, he did nothing wrong, actually. He, he was, you know... I mean, he was yeah. cheating on his wife, sure. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, but, but that's not illegal. Yeah. But, you know, he, he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. But he comes off as the villain at the end of this movie, and I think part of this is why. It's like another example of the powerful rich person screwing over the poor to mm. save themselves. Instead, instead of going through with it, he saves his own ass, even though it, you know, it throws the rest of them down the toilet. And I think... There's, there's, there's can, can we, look, you've used a few metaphors here, okay. but you need to use it throws them in the hole. Okay, in the Especially hole. Especially as their solitary confinement is the hole. You know, the warden keeps saying, I'll send you to the hole. Okay. Sure. Sure. You just you missed it once too many times, and I just I had to I had to get this yeah. out. I just I I, th- I think it is an example of that. It's because like, he he like feels belonging, but as soon as he's offered a chance out, he immediately turns his back on it. And it's it's kind of a a testament to his character. He's kind of a weasel in that yeah. sense. You know, he tries to be nice, but deep yeah, down... Yeah, he gets there and he immediately starts sharing his food. It's like, hey, mm. we're all in this together. You know, might as well make the best of it. But as soon as a better opportunity is is there. That's it. He's not part of the society. You know, we keep saying society, civilization. Yeah, he, that... he, he feels like he's above it. He shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, I imagine, assuming his story's true, he's looking around these guys going, no, you all committed crimes. You should be here. I didn't. I'm, this is a mistake. Yeah. But it does feel like a genuine walk of shame as he walks to that other cell. Because yeah. this is the final moment of the film. He walks in the cell and it shuts. And it's like... And okay, we know he's probably going to get out soon, but it does kind of feel like, okay, you turned them all in, and you, now you're just going to another cell. Like, yeah, that's yeah. you. Um, and, and he even said, that, like, again, you don't know how reliable this is. He's like, okay, this, he could still end up here for, like, five years if, if things don't go to plan. Yeah, who's to say the warden wasn't lying? 
yeah, could well have been. The warden could suspect. And I was just like, no, no, you know what? I think he can be cracked. Yeah. Because um, it, it's interesting as well, because you have that scene where the sister that he was having an affair with comes to visit him. Mm. And it's, it's this kind of awkward confrontation where she offers these ideas, oh, I'll go to uh, London for a year and, you know, I'll come back and you'll be out. And, you know, me me being away will calm, calm the sister down and she'll maybe drop the charges or stop going so hard on him. And, uh it's, it's like this reminder of his life is because at this point I thought he was like committed to the team because it felt like he was almost annoyed that he was or you know like this this reminder of what his life was is like oh that wasn't really me now I feel like I'm I'm actually at home I'm somewhere. Do you know I love like after this you know he walks out annoyed and he mm-hmm. he kinda, he wanders back to his cell but he goes back to his old cell accidentally. Yeah. Like he literally accidentally wandered back to his old life on autopilot. It's just like no, it, it's his old life that he wants. Yeah, exactly. As he's all, and uh, so what I think is really fascinating about this though is that, and 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 the other, like technically speaking, he does nothing wrong. Technically speaking, he does what's right because he is innocent. He does should get out. I mean, if he because even if he's innocent, if he escapes from prison when he's meant to be there, he's then going to be charged for that. He will actually yeah. be a criminal legitimately at that point. Yeah. So he's doing the right thing, but it still feels like a betrayal. Because we're part of this, and this that's society. Even, even turning criminals escaping from prison in should be the right thing to do, in theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in this movie, it's not. Yeah. Because it almost doesn't matter. Once you're just in that society, you're like, what matters outside isn't the same anymore. And there's, yeah. there's even that little tease, actually, because, because basically, when it wants to get out, there's this great sequence of like two of them going through all the tunnels and the cellar, and then they find the, the access to the sewer, they go down there. There's a lot of fun little things where they, they make a little, uh, you know, egg timer, you know, the little yeah. sand thingy, uh, so they can sort of time how long they've been down there, so they can get back up in time for, you know, wake-up call and stuff like that. Um, and they're, they're just, like, they're digging at this hole, because they, they can't go through the, the concrete that's blocking the sewer, they have to sort of dig around it. And they're working at that for such a long time, they're going down in shifts, night after night, two of them will go down, and it's actually Claude, um, who's, who's down there. He's, he's down there with uh, with Manu, uh, and because Manu's probably the one who's the most suspicious of him. The whole movie, he's the one who's kind of yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Even if he's at right. the end, when he gets back from the warden, he's the one who immediately jumps at yeah. him. And they, they actually break it. They're the first ones to break out. They go, they break through the hole. It's this great sequence. They run out and they they get to this this sewer cover, the manhole, and. They pop through and they can, they, you know, they see outside the prison. They see the streets and they see like shops and they see a taxi go by, a, a cab, and you know. And at the time, it's almost like it's a little joke, but it's almost a little bit of foreshadowing. Like he's tempted to betray them, where he's like, "Oh, we could almost just take that cab." Oh yeah, because that's the thing, though. If they piss off right now, the other three don't get a chance to escape because they'll, you know, yeah, they'll... they could. And 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 Manu even plays it off as a joke when they get back. He's like, "Ah, this one wanted to take a taxi." Yeah. But even then, like even though he's like I said, he's the the most untrusting of him, he even he plays it as a joke. Yeah, because it makes sense as a joke. Like, you, even if you know if you were so loyal to these other people, you would maybe crack that joke. Yeah, but, friendly banter. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, the character stuff is so strong. They're all so well defined. Like I say, you got the older one who's very pleasant to everyone. Um, it's again we set up the even the dynamics with the guards are quite good because they get the the not the warden of the prison but the the cell block kind of the, the head guard of the cell block. Yeah. Uh, these these plumbers come in to fix their their, their water faucet, and they steal some of their stuff from their, their, their little cupboard. They've got cigarettes you know, and stamps. Yeah, they got food in there as well. They don't like to go after the food though. Um, 
and they, they, they basically tell this to the, the, the head guard and he's like oh I'll get them back and he's yeah, basically he comes in, he's like hmm it's a bit stiff now that's a, that's a good excuse to get them back yeah he, he brings them back in he shuts the door behind them and knowing full well that the prisoners are going to beat them up a little bit and like teach yeah. them a lesson and that's okay again it shows you that they've got this mutual agreement or respect yeah, with the guards no, it's like, like the, the prison guards like yeah you're in prison but you're good prisoners they shouldn't have stole your stuff I'll do you a solid. Yeah, but I wonder how much they're going to have that attitude now after <laughs> after they've been caught trying to escape. Yep. Because that's the other thing. They'll probably never be let be in the same cell again. They'll just split them all up because they'll, oh, you know, they'll have ideas. And it's like, you had this good little society where you trusted each other and now you've lost it. You've lost everything because of yep. it. Um, so again, it's, it's another thing that the, the, the rich guy or the, the guy who saw himself as in a different group um, kind of yeah, ruined, ruined it them. for everyone. Yeah. So no, character stuff is so strong. You really understand who they all are, what they're sort of. They have their own quirks. They have their own personalities. They have their own kind of, maybe not motivations per se, because they, mean, they all want to get. Yeah, they prison. all want to get out of prison. But yeah, they're they're all distinct, and uh, I think that's the, the the worry of having like five male characters in a prison. Is you could very easily have two that feel a lot alike, but I don't think either any of these do. No, not at all. Uh, so. Really, really good in that sense. So, uh, the one thing I guess we have kind of glossed over actually is the actual escape itself. I mean, we mentioned getting down to the sewer and climbing into the thing, but there's just there's so many great moments. Uh, I think one highlight is when they're in the cellar and they're, they're sort of timing the guards, like making their rounds, and the guards come in, and the only thing to hide behind is this pillar in the middle of the room. And it's uh, it's Claude, it's not Claude, sorry, it's Roland and uh, Manu. And Manu, because there's just this, this pillar that's about maybe. It's only wide enough for one person to hide yeah. behind. So the other one, so Roland's in the bottom and Manu's on, on his shoulders. He's standing on his shoulders and he's act, they're actually quietly like sort of shuffling around the pillar so they're always on the opposite side of the guards. And it's just, oh, yeah. again, very simple but very suspenseful and very uh, well choreographed. I'm sure they had to practice this so they didn't accidentally like go too late so the guards would see them and things like yeah. that. Um, very slick. But no, that was... was cause, they play it very well because you don't know where they're hiding at first. The guards come in and they're just the guards aren't reacting to anything. So you're like, okay, they must be hiding, and then it reveals where they are, and it's like this great little oh shit! Like, yeah, it's great. That's where that, that whole sequence is fantastic. This it's so tense because even though in your mind you're like, well, they can't be caught because there's still you know half mm. a movie to go. They're still going to do get further with the plan, surely. But every time they're on the way back and they open a door that they've already been through. And it, you you don't see the other side of the door. You just see their faces. And every time it happens, I'm like, is there a guard on the other side of this door? Yeah. It it plays with what you know could happen at any point. Yeah. Because we've established already at this point that the guards are making rounds and they're constantly going round. You know, maybe every 15 minutes, 20 minutes, they'll be going past the mm. same area. And you know that's a, a possibility. Uh, and it keeps playing with that. Yeah, and they've a... got this little light and you got to go, okay, I, I know you need this light to see, obviously, but... Uh, it makes you so much easier to be spotted. Exactly. But like, like I said, I mentioned earlier, the shots of them walking down these dark hallways with yeah. just this light source. And you, and you can just see this this, this box of light moving down the, the, the hallway. It's yeah, really, really there's good somewhere that the camera literally just sits still at the top of the hall and just, just watches them walk down. That's it. But it just looks great. Yeah, so much atmosphere. It's so eerie. Yeah. Uh, it, it just works. It's great. Um, actually, I want to mention the, the opening scene is actually a really interesting little curiosity. Because you have uh, Roland 
speak to the camera. He, he breaks the fourth wall, and he said he's he's, work, he's 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 working in a car. He's you know he's doing some stuff in the engine, and he he pops up and says, "Oh, hey, the director." And he mentions the director by name. Uh, director told my story and what a story it is. And then it, you know, it fades to black and it goes to the, the start of the movie proper. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about that is I think that's actually setting you up to think they get they, 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 they do it, that they actually succeed because right. he's out. That must be what happened. Right. But it's, it's, it's genius because, okay, he's going to get out eventually. Sure. And then even then, though, you're like, well, how trustworthy was that? Because he was breaking the fourth wall, so arguably it doesn't really mean anything. Right, but even if yeah. it's completely reliable, A, he could have been just interviewed from within prison. B, he could have just got out and finished his sentence and then told the story. So, <laughs> Well, if he's already got like 20 years and he's getting more added on for trying to escape, I mean, I don't yeah, know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, parole for early, you know, he, he's, he's a model prisoner after that. He, he should look like 60 by this point, sure, but go on. Yeah, whatever. He gets interviewed from within the prison. Let's just go with that one. Okay. Sure, sure. As a curiosity, though, I thought that was it an is. interesting little yeah. start that he's spoken, spoken character. Um, and I knew the director died soon after the movie, and I wasn't sure if it was before it got released. And I was wondering if they maybe shot us a little extra, just a little, so oh, we'll give him a little mention at the start. But yeah. no, he died months after it was released, so this was a choice. This was a conscious choice by him, mm. even even at the time. So Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, a- a- any other parts of the, the plan that you liked? Moments. Obviously, we mentioned the digging the hole in the cell. All of the digging underneath was was very. Suspenseful. I think that's thing. That's actually the vast majority of the plan in action is watching them hit things, mm-hmm. whether it be the floor, a door, filing a bar. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's it's a lot of just hitting and filing, and it's to its credit that that never gets boring no, because there perfect. is a lot of it. It is absolutely riveting the entire time, and there's there's a chance where it could have went too long, and maybe you know maybe maybe it was long at first, and he you know they've cut it down a bit, and they've said okay, right, this yeah, is... that's why some of those time edits are. But it's 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 fascinating because, like you say, that that one where they're failing the bar, there's like a sort of you know just the bars and the sort of windows down the cellar, and they just they want to take one out so they can get through, and it, they're just failing at it, and it takes ages, and it's a really it's because they, they have this thing, it's like, well, what if they hear us? It's like, okay, well, we'll do 20 files and then stop and listen. So you have this, you know, for like five seconds or whatever mm. it is of them filing and then a pause. And then again, it does that like four or five times before it cuts ahead in time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, uh, yeah, like I say, it's really suspenseful the entire time. I, I mm. think it's because you know that this is dangerous, that they could be caught at any moment. And I think what I like as well is, obviously you're just watching them, but because you, you can hear the file, you can't hear if there's any guards coming either. So yeah. when there's the silence, you're listening as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think by never cheating and fading, fading ahead too much, it does it here or there because ultimately there has to be a fade because we can't just sit and do it in real, the whole thing in real time. But by never fading ahead, it never makes it feel easy. Seeing it as long as we do makes it always feel extremely difficult and dangerous. Yeah, uh, And you, you get that you know going through this wall will take several nights of like hitting at it with this metal bar. And, yeah. and so on, uh, and at one point, obviously, there's a, there's a little cave in, and you think, oh, one of them may have, may have, you know, bit the dust. But sure enough, especially since it's the guy who wants to stay back, and we already yeah, know that. It's at this like point. he's the the expendable one, so to speak. Yeah, but no, and that's the thing. Like he, even though he, he knows he's not going, and he's he's already decided that he still helps. He does everything. He still does his his full share of the work. Yeah. So no, it's uh, it's great stuff. I, I I thoroughly recommend this. I think character mm. work so strong, it's so suspenseful, it's expertly crafted. 
So I think, unless you've got anything you want to add, no, I think no, we'll, I think we covered it. We'll get to ratings. So what would you rate Lee Trow out of? And I'm trying to say that as French as possible. So forgive me if I'm saying like yes. I think it would be Le Le Trow. Le Trow. Okay. I think. Le Trow. Maybe I'm wrong. Look at this. I, I did French lessons for for five years, <laughs> and I don't know how you say this. No, I, I, I did German, so I can't. I, I... Oh, I, I I did five of French and three of German. Uh, so Nick Zogut, which is about the extent of. I, I literally don't know what you just said. My brain does not do languages. Not so good. I remember that. I, I remember nothing. I remember numbers and like one or two phrases. That's about it. But anyway, <laughs> what, what would you rate it? Uh, I'm 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 tossing between an eight and an eight point five, kind of in that range. Uh, I, I think I think I'll give it the eight point five. Cool. I, I'm actually going to shoot for a straight nine. Mm. I just, I was riveted from start to finish. I was, and even before they got to the plan stuff, because I knew it was going to involve an escape plan of some kind. But as soon as you walked into that cell with those other guys, it's like everything about it was like, okay, I'm learning who these are. They're, they're, they're yeah. nervous about them. Like everything was just like. I, br- I just want to, you know, add on. As you can probably tell, I am a bit ill, so yeah, it, that may that that so, when I'm ill, that that kind of factors into. How how much you get into something? So okay. I may I may push it up on future rewatches when I'm not ill because I'm sure I will rewatch this at some point. Oh, it's fantastic! So uh, uh, no, it's good, good, great stuff. I highly recommend Latro, aka the Hole. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, so let's know what you think of the movie if you've seen it in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You get these influx reviews a week early. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching movies, and we'll see you next time.